Shut up, Jackson. What's up, everybody, and welcome into episode 60 of the We Like the Pain podcast, a show about two of the better teams in the AFC. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'd say so. Okay. Uh, Those, of course, would be the Jacksonville Jaguars and Houston Texans. I am one of your hosts, Oscar Barkas. And I'm your other host, Sam McFadden. Oscar, it's been quite the week. And for our 60th episode special, we've got a special guest here to ask us a quick question. Yeah. Wyatt Caldwell, welcome to the podcast. Thank you for having me. Of course. We hear you have a quick question for us. I do have a quick question. I'm a huge fan of the show. Um, So my question (laughs) is, my question is, which quarterback has surprised you the most uh, the most this season whether it be negatively or positively with their performance which which quarterback has caught you the most off guard good question good cue good cue from the crowd oscar would you like to take the reins on this one sure uh i'll start i feel like the hot answer right now is jordan love sure i i mean there's a pretty obvious answer though that i was gonna let you talk about it's gotta be cj yeah, but I feel like rookie... He's been the most surprising for sure. Yeah. Rookie to come in and play like this. Well... One of the, one of the best quarterbacks in the league so far this season has to be the most surprising thing. As of late, people have... St- you know, people... Well, people haven't stopped talking about ZJ, but other QBs that are coming up, you're right, Jordan Love. Huge. I remember having conversations after three or four games where people were like, I'm not sure Jordan Love can play Yeah. in this league. Um, so... That that's a great answer. Wyatt, you got one for us? Wait, I just asked y'all one. No, 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 I mean, do you have a quarterback in mind that that uh, has oh, surprised oh, you? Oh, okay, sorry, I was in the parking lot. I could barely hear. Um, probably CJ, but I'm gonna go full bias and say uh, Rain Dakota Prescott. Hey, MVP. there it is. MVP. MVP of the league, baby. I like it. I like it. Um, he certainly has impressed this season. He's having maybe his, probably his best season of his career, honestly, um, outside of maybe that six four or game four stretch, game stretch before, before he injured. broke his entire body. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he's playing out of his mind and we're about to kick the crap out of the Eagles. So, Yo, that'll, sure so that'll yeah. do wonders for the MVP conversation. Um, Alrighty, I'm walking into the hospital, so I right. gotta log off, but All thanks right. for having me in. Yep. One last thing to say. Important close there. Good man. Good Great man. man. Okay. All right. Other quick questions. Have you thought of one? I haven't. Hit me. Okay. I uh, We saw Andrew Whitworth because we're watching Thursday night just yep. a second ago. He works for Amazon Prime. Um, my question to you is, can you think of a more... Okay, that guy used to be an offensive lineman guy that's around. Than Andrew Whitworth? Than Andrew Whitworth. Because he's bald, he's got a big beard. He He's slimmed down since he played, but not that much. I was just listening to Mina Kimes on the way over here. Mike Golick Jr. Yeah, yeah, that's a good he answer. He looks... His name, that's an offensive yeah. lineman name. Yeah. So is Andrew Whitworth, but Mike Golick Jr., every time I see him... I could you, I will never forget that he played offensive line. Even though for it was for a cup of coffee, never right. really played that much. In the never NFL, really played that much, but really talented. He's the uh, one that comes talker. To mind. 
I really enjoy his stuff. He knows what he's doing. He's a funny yeah. dude. All right, my quick question. Okay, this is a topical. I started working this week. Okay, he did. I was about to congratulate him on his first week of his job. I have a new job. It's pretty big time. I'm kind of a big deal. Um, pretty high up, I would yeah. say. Many are saying this. Okay, but hot on hot, hot button topic for anyone who's work, who works in office these days is commute times, right? Oh, yeah. Commute is a big factor into what job you take and all that stuff. And my commute to and from work is uh, it's it's like thirty five to forty five minutes in the morning, but it's like an hour yeah, to an hour fifteen at night. And I think that I deal with commute, I deal with traffic better than most. I don't. I can kind of zone out, but it's more so a thing about the time I've lost in the day than it is about yeah. the actual time I'm spending. Right. My question to you is this. You got an hour and 15 drive home, right? How are you spending that time? But also, totally different question. Would you rather be an hour and 15 of straight driving or like 45 of like bumper to bumper traffic? Second question's easy. Absolutely straight driving. Right. Okay. That's cool. not cool. Yeah. Yes. Agreed. Agreed on that. You'd have to be a psychopath to pick the <laughs> just like I move I it takes me forty five minutes to go two miles as opposed oh, to like God. Yeah. Anyway. I think the people that would pick that are people that are like, ah, I can be on my phone. Psychopaths. Yeah. Alright, back to the first question, the harder question. Harder question. You're you know, it doesn't even have to be – imagine just hour and 15-minute drive. You're going anywhere. It doesn't even have to be yeah. from work. What are you putting on? Well, we're podcasters, so I typically queue up a podcast. Um, I put on the We Like the Pain podcast. Yup. It's the only thing I listen to. Yeah. Only <laughs> thing that comes out of my mouth and the only <laughs> thing that comes into my ears. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, podcast is typically the way I go. Sometimes – Music, but I listen to music all day at work, so. I have been kind of on the audiobook train. Ooh, I like it, um, I like it. It's, if I'm going to be in the car for over an hour, I can dive into an audiobook. If it's going to be only be like 40 minutes, that's not a whole lot of time. Yeah, it, you get through like yeah. half a chapter. Yeah, so really, if you want to really get into it, you need, you need more time. But drive home, audiobook, I'm in, I'm in between audiobooks right now. And unfortunately, the book I'm reading, uh, like in real life, the uh, person who reads the audiobook could not be more boring. Oh. So I'm just not going to listen to that. No, you can't. <laughs> you, the narrator in an audiobook is more important than the content. Oh, my goodness. I, I'm all for, too, the, the one who like tries. Oh, yeah. Like they're trying. They're doing different voices. Yeah, hell yeah. Keep it interesting. I'm I'm fully on board with that, but this dude is just monotone the whole way. Can't, Can't do, do it. it. Can't do it. Cannot do that. Now, I, I've been getting back into reading, so I should get into audiobooks. I've never really been a huge audiobook guy, though, unless I'm on a long car trip by myself, yeah. which only happens every once in a while. And then it's because I can do, you know, there and back, I'll probably get through a whole book. Right. So. Right. Fair enough. Those are some good questions to start us off. Episode 6-0. Big time. Gotta say that again. Big time. I think between the two podcasts, we're at about 150 episodes. Yeah, we're pretty, 
We're pretty good at this by now. We kind of know what we're doing. That's why we got four plays on our last episode. Well, for a second, we had like eight, seven live listeners. We have three right now. We still now. got three. That's yeah, good. we were. I think that was the most live listeners we've ever had. At yeah. one, like concurrently. We used to have some, some good folks in the green room when that was still a thing. Right, right. May she rest in peace. Let's hop into the uh, news and notes. Yeah, um, what do you got for me? Biggest thing that happened as like in reference to our teams is Trevor is yep. has a high ankle sprain. Yep. Um, he got rolled up on uh, in the game last week towards the end. Honestly, best case scenario. Um, yeah, it looked it looked wor- it looked like it could have been a whole lot worse than it was. Yeah. Um, but Peterson came out and said it was a high ankle sprain, and they ex- expect him back before the end of playoffs. So, well, um, who knows what that means? They said that he's. He, they said that he could be back this week, <laughs> which is really funny because it's going to be play this something week. in between those two <laughs> he's, things. He's like, it's because it's not going to be this week. Um, I more than likely what I'm expecting is he'll probably miss three or four weeks um, before they force him in, and I think a lot of it has to do with I think they're gonna hold him out until unless we get to a point of like okay we might miss the playoffs if he doesn't yeah. play, and if that comes then I think they push him back in. Agreed. Um, uh, I mean we've talked a lot about the Jag schedule, mm-hmm. not all that hard outside of Baltimore. Yeah, I mean, next this week, C.J. Beathard's going to go up against the Browns' defense, so we'll see how that goes. Fair. Fair. And we did say... Might make that, you eat your words. We did say that it uh, was not going to be tough, and then you did lose to the Bengals. Tough. Right, sure. We'll, we'll get into that. Um, yeah, we'll talk about the game, because there's some really interesting stuff going on. Yeah. But um, the injury to Trevor, while it is not funny, was very funny, because you would have thought that, like, my closest relative died people texting you people texting me and like the next time i talk to him they've got like worried looks on their faces (laughs) and stuff like that just like you would have thought that like my entire family died yeah or something like that and um you can ask i was watching the game with uh my roommates kate and connor Uh uh-huh and um first of all i'm happy for kate because he actually got what he wanted he sat there throughout the entire game had to sit there and put a lie on his face and say that he wanted the Jags to win. The second I left the room, I come back, Connor's like, do you know what Kate just told me? He really wants the Jaguars to lose this game. Just had been lying to me all game uh, long. So, happy for him. Oh, so um, he's a Texans fan. Just an anti-Jaguars guy. Just really hates those cats. <sighs> just cares about money more than friends. Oh. Anyway. Um... Any, I come back out and I actually I had walked out of the room to go do something when the play happened that he got hurt on. I come back out and Connor's like, don't look, don't look, don't look, don't look, don't look. And uh, I think I handled it very well. Yeah. All I said was, that's a bummer. And I frankly, I was surprised at how little it worried me. Well, worried isn't the right word. How little I reacted to it. Because that's a potentially season-ending injury for the Jaguars, not just Trevor Lawrence. If he doesn't come back at any point in time, we're not accomplishing anything that we set out to accomplish this season. Right. Um, but, I don't know. I've been preaching to everybody all season. Like, every time someone gets injured on the team or gets a little, takes it a little too long to get up, people are, like, real worried about him. And I'm always like, all right, hold on, just let him stand up. And it worked this time because I 
didn't overreact, and he only had a high ankle sprain. Which is a testament to Trevor because it looked like he broke his ankle in half. Yep. And that means he's he's always working on his body, doing a lot of stretching. So S- similar thing happened last season against the Lions, and he was totally fine. Yeah. Um, yeah. So a similar thing happened this season. This season. Yep. Um, yeah. I, good news is, I mean, he is a mobile quarterback, so yeah. you, it, it's going to affect him differently. But high ankle sprains affect quarterbacks the least sure. of any other football player. Um, whereas, like, running backs can take six to eight weeks to come back from that. I bet he's back. You said three to four. That's probably a good estimate. I can see him back next week. Maybe. He's practicing. He is practicing. And, um, you know, it's in a very important time for us. This, this, this happening, us losing this game... Affects our chances of chances in the AFC a lot, actually, but yeah, the window of opportunity is still there for sure. Um, for sure, I think I don't remember who said. I think Mina Kimes probably um, thinks that they will likely handle this like the Eagles handled Jalen Hurts last year, mm. and they were already in a playoff spot. Obviously, took a hit. From losing him. They lost mm-hmm. him, I think, for three weeks. And then they were like, okay, we need you back. We need to lock in a top two seed. Yeah. Come back. And I think probably similar if the Jags feel that the Colts or Texans are going to make a big push for the AFC South. Right. Maybe they bring him back earlier than he needs to, or earlier than they were planning on. But yeah. And, and if all that needs to happen for that, is if we lose against the Browns this week and the Texans or Colts win their game, we're right there. We're t- we're all tied up yeah. again. So, and then you know the the urgency is there. You probably um, have strength or tiebreaker over both. We do, we do. If we're tied on, up, but if we lose against the Browns, we're we should bet that we're losing against the Ravens. So right, yeah. So he needs to. He would need to come back at that point if he was available, um, but. Certainly makes the playoff picture more interesting. Oh, yeah. Um, Other news and notes. Um, Kenny Pickett got injured. We're watching Mitch Trubisky tonight. Yep. Um, The Jets have begged Zach Wilson to come back and play quarterback for them. Uh Uh-huh. He said no at first. I'm sure people listening to this saw the reporting from The Athletic. Phenomenal, by the way. What a mess. Oh, boy. Everyone should be fired on that team. They will. They will. They're just, they've handled it so poorly. Um, I, someone interviewed, I think McAfee interviewed Aaron Rodgers, and he said, how do you think, you know, coaching and management have been this year? And he said, he basically gave a non-answer that was like, get everyone out of here. Including Nathaniel Hackett. He was brought in, Hackett was brought in to appease Rodgers that offense is awful. Obviously, quarterback plays into that, but with Garrett Wilson and Brees Hall, like you can do something. And a former second overall pick. Well, third, third, third overall pick. Sorry, he sucks though. So, I listen, Zach Wilson. I cannot believe that he's that much worse than like Tim a, Boyle. Just a bunch of other like backups in the league that would be fun, that like come in and do fine. Yeah. Like well, you can do, you can have 
Freaking C.J. Beathard came into the, that game uh, against the Bengals, and he looked fine. Yeah, looked very looked better than Zach Wilson has. Yeah, um, he looked Davis totally Mills, fine. Perfect passer rating this year. There you go. Like I just, Zach Wilson is not an excuse for these guys. Oh no, it just isn't. <laughs> no, and they they dug their heels in with him. They wanted him to be the backup yep. to Aaron Rodgers, so he could learn and take over down the line. Yep. Instead of. There have been so many opportunities to bring in someone else. They could have called Joe Flacco up again. He would have come back. Joe Flacco looked fine this week. Yeah. Yeah. Freaking uh, what's-his-face down in Washington just sitting there. Jacoby Brissett. Yeah. Sad. Oh, boy. So, yeah, that's there's going to be a whole lot of change. Is yep. Aaron Rodgers – okay, final answer. Is Aaron Rodgers going to play? This no season? way. No way. They're, Why would he? They lose one more game. They're eliminated from the playoffs. They, he, they cannot bring him back. I don't know why he would come back. But the Texans are playing the Jets this week, so yep. we will see Zach Wilson. And I texted my Texans group chat. Uh, I strongly believe that he will look like he did against the Chiefs this week. <laughs> when he oh, outplayed Patrick Mahomes for just an entire a, game. You know, this is one of those Texans games. Sure is. There's Texans written all over it. Uh, we'll get in. To some, uh, do we have any other? Nothing big that comes to mind. I'm sure there's five big injuries. Yeah, I'm of course. Of. Tons of quarterback injury as a whole this year. Yeah, it's been the most that I can remember. I feel like we say that every year, but this is crazy. Maybe we'll get a year at some point where it's all backups. Thirty-two kind of feels like 32 it. backups. Kind of feels like it. Um, what I was gonna say, you said classic Texans. I'll just. Steamroll us right into this. Go for it. Uh, the since beating the Steelers by 20, 30 points. Yep. Uh, the average deciding play of the game of the Texans for the last eight weeks sure. happened with eleven seconds left. Yep. Great at coming back and can't handle the lead. It's a good recipe. I my heart's gonna explode, man. Yep. This is nuts. It's so crazy. Yeah. Every single week. Yeah. I mean, props to CJ for holding strong through that. Props to D'Amico for coaching the team to rally through everything. But goddamn, can we just go back to beating the Jags by twenty points? Yeah. Does not seem like it. No, and it's not. So. We're playing the. Jets I don't think it's going to change. Yeah. It's not going to change. They're going to. It's going to be a gross game. Yep. Likely comes down to a fourth quarter drive. Yep. We we'll play the Titans a couple times. Hopefully, we put up some points on them. Um, play the Browns. That's going to be another similar to the Jets, gross game, and then play the Colts. It's all going to come down to playing the Colts in Week Eighteen. Yep. Other than that, I mean, pretty good game as a whole from the Texans. I think the Broncos are a good team. I agree. No, um, I think they're. I think they're pretty stiff competition. They, we were neck and neck with them for a playoff spot, so beating them was huge. Um, as a whole, CJ looked fine. It, it was not his best game, not his no. worst. Yeah. Um, it was the defense. It was Will Anderson and Derek Stingley. Mm-hmm. Will Anderson had two and a half sacks. 
blocked a punt, um, was in Russell Wilson's face all game. Their right tackle is Mike McGlinchey. He's not been very good this year, but they did pay him a shit ton of money. Came from San Francisco. Like, he's been a good tackle in the past. Yeah. And Willie Anderson just ate him for lunch. Yeah. I was, it was more impressive. The right, the right tackle has been a lot better. Um, Garrett Bowles? Left tackle. Garrett Bowles. Garrett, sorry. Has yes. been good. Garrett, Garrett Bowles has been really good. Yeah, and held Jonathan Grenard to almost um, nothing. He had one sack. Right, but. right. But, uh, yeah, they paid a lot of money. and Paid a ton of money. He is looked like a child out there yeah um and then Derek Stingley had two interceptions yep one was a Will Anderson tip uh-huh and I watched that playback if he had not jumped Derek Stingley would have taken that to the house that would have been a pick six um which is fine I'm I'm happy with Will for getting his hand up there yeah and then uh, the other pick was one of the most impressive defensive plays I've seen all season it was Portland fucking Sutton sick. Beat um, Jalen Petrie. Derek Stingley sees it out of the corner of his eye, takes off, and Cortland Sutton had no idea. He thought he was gone for a touchdown. Yep. And all of a sudden, Derek Stingley's there, leaps up, kind of rips it from him. It was it phenomenal. was sick, dude. And so that makes four interceptions in the last three games for yep. Sting. Yeah. Uh, tied with Deron Bland for the most since week ten, which is when Stingley came back. Um, he looks good, man. He looks good. He's definitely been beat on some plays, but every corner yeah. gets beat. And it's kind of like the Trevon Diggs conversation from a couple of years ago. If he's getting interceptions, or the Deron Bland inter- uh, conversation this year. Yeah. If he's making game-changing plays, yeah. I'll take I'll take the bad stuff, especially because the rest of our secondary has not looked very good. So. Mm-mm. Petrie continues to look great when he's like up close on the line of scrimmage yeah, he's and a box like rushing safety. the rushing the quarterback and stuff like that. But when he's in coverage, good lord, just really not good. So, which is weird because he looked fine as in coverage as a rookie. Yeah. Um, been a slump for him. Here's the challenge, D'Amico. Defense is fine this year. It's been disappointing in my mind. Maybe Agreed. a little bit. Yeah. After the next offseason, I'm going to need to be seeing some big some big leaps from this defense under D'Amico. Completely Otherwise, I, I like I've loved what D'Amico's done. I've loved how he coaches the team and all that stuff, but he also he's a really good defensive mind and that part's supposed to come with it. Yeah. And if by the and if by next year the defense is still just like Man, what's going Defense on here? Defense has got to be top 10 next year. Then I'm Defense's gotta be really top questioning 10. what the hell's going on. Um, which will be, if it is, I'll be in love because that means we'll have a top 10 offense and top 10 defense. Right. Um, Flash forward a year, Houston Texans, 30th ranked offense. <laughs> God damn. That would be nuts. Um, I assume that that would mean a lot of Davis Mills is what I assume. Nope. CJ. No, CJ. Okay. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, I our defensive line has looked so much better in the last couple Sorry, of weeks. Sorry, breaking news. TJ Watt's on the turf Ooh. on, like, the third play of the game. He's up. He's up. Anyway, sorry. Just Our defensive line, what I was saying was, our defensive line has looked a lot better in the last couple weeks. And so D'Amico's making an impact. He is making an impact. As a whole, our defense is still not playing super well together. I mean... 
I don't even know that that's true because they they decided the game this week. Yeah. Um, should have had a much bigger game. Um, Desmond King came up and did the same play that Trey Mc, or Trent McDuffie did for the Chiefs against the Dolphins. Stuffed a guy, yep. stripped the ball, picked it up, and ran it back. Russ decided to blow the play dead. They did. Um, so that was very disappointing. Or no, they didn't play it dead. They didn't blow it dead, right? They called it. They called it a touchdown incomplete. on the field, and then they called it an they, incomplete. Yeah, they took it back. On no, no, no. It wasn't incomplete. It, the play was dead. They they gave him forward progression. Oh, that's right. That's yeah. right. The NFL posted it on their social media. They did do that, which is just fucking stupid. It's like the people complain about this all the time. If a guy gets fined for a celebration, the NFL is not allowed to post that right. as a hype clip, and they yep. do it every week. Uh-huh. Um, Bailey Zappi deep bomb. Holy shit. You got it. I caught that. Smith. Smith oh, yeah. yeah. Anyway. Do-do. Um, Great yeah. game from the Texans defense. Yeah. Very happy. Um, would love to see our running game look better at some point. I just don't think that's going to happen this it's season. It's not. It's not. Something is broken about how the run game works, and it will be. It nothing. I don't think it's gonna materially change. We are during the season trying to get Damian Pierce back up to speed, and Damian Pierce is not a fit for this system, and it sucks because I really loved him last year. He was one of the few things that made watching Texans games bearable. Uh huh. Um, his whole thing is power burst run into people the Shanahan McVay system is about the offensive line being patient behind the offensive line yeah. they open up a hole and then you jet through it's that it's all about avoiding people and he is not very good at that so yeah it's tough that's about it oh the other big Texans news Tank yeah. Dell uh, got injured in the second quarter he in on Damian Pierce's <laughs> touchdown uh huh um he was in the mix. I watched that playback also. He started way outside and decided himself to run in and block people. Right. And it was just unfortunate. He got rolled up on, broke his leg. Found, um, him, found himself to the bottom of the pile instead of the tap. And when you're 165 pounds, that usually does not end well no. in the NFL. So he broke his fibula, yep. I believe. And he's out for the rest of the season, which really sucks. He, we talked about last week, he was going to make the Pro Bowl probably. Um, he, him and C.J. Stroud were one of the best rookie quarterback wide receiver duos ever. Yep. It was like them and Andrew Luck and T.Y. Hilton and then some guys from like the 40s. Um, it sucks. It sucks. Really promising year. Yep. Um, but he'll be back next year. So yep. I think he'll be back and he will be, you know, well. We'll see how long it takes him to get up to speed, but hopefully not very long. Um, shall we talk some Jaguars? Yeah. We played the Bengals this week. We uh, It was kind of a barn burner. Um, it was, up, shockingly. It ended up being a phenomenal game. Um, couple of things. Jake Browning played super well. Super good. And there's plenty to be talked about about the Jaguars' defense. Oh, yeah. um, didn't look that great. But I will say, Jake Browning genuinely... Played really well uh, on uh, oh, yeah. on Monday night. So, yeah. um, you know. That was his first start of his career. We weren't, uh, um, 
The Jaguars defense played poorly, but we weren't just gifting him the entire game. No. no he was making plays. So yeah. really, really crazy stuff. Um, Jaguars defense, disappointing outing. Uh, mainly because the Bengals offensive line stinks. Yes. And our pass rush is supposed to be, you know, kind of our entire defense. Ezekiel Elliott touchdown. Ooh. Um, and our pass rush just didn't get home. That that much. Yeah. Josh Allen had you know, Josh Allen had a good night. You know, yeah, always um, does. Had a had a sack and a half and a <laughs> Tyler Boyd interception. That was thrown directly into his chest. Yeah. Um, that was. But you know, Josh Allen did fine. His sacks were there, but his pressures weren't. Um, and the pressures as a team were super down. And which is disappointing. More startling than that was our run defense was super bad. Yeah. And we've had a really good run defense all season. Yeah, and Joe we, Mixon had his best game since last year. Yeah, and our, at the beginning of the game, they weren't letting Jake Brandon cook. They were running a very conservative offense, really short stuff, running the ball, all that stuff. We couldn't, and we couldn't stop, even when we knew what they were going to do. Yeah. So that was really, really unfortunate. Um, from an offensive standpoint... Oh, oh, also, last thing on the defense I'll say is Tyson Campbell, that Jamar Chase... Incredible, long, deep, beautiful pass was thrown. It was Tyson Campbell that uh, that he got that Jamar Chase caught the ball over. Yeah, that's on Jamar Chase. That's not. Um, it's okay. not. It's not even. It's not even that. It's um, so. What happened is usually there's a safety back there to help, and and when we drew up that play, we brought the safety down into the box um, to show like we were going to rush him. But we, but he was going to drop back into coverage, but we never dropped him back. We just kept him up there the whole time. So then you put you put Tyson Campbell out on an island with yeah. Jamar Chase. And, Tyson know. Campbell's a really and, good corner. And, That's Tyson, well. and, speak, and even more so, Tyson Campbell was playing up on the line of scrimmage with Jamar Chase, yeah. which if he's supposed to have him one-on-one, he would be playing 10 yards off of him yeah. to give him a cushion. So it was Tyson Campbell was just out, shit out of luck there. Um, I, I would... Like to ask Mike uh, Mike Caldwell Mike Caldwell uh-huh. uh, about why that was the play call there, but anyway, um, the offensive side of the ball, we had Christian Kirk go down with an uh, an abdominal injury that he's going to be out with for a while, um, and yeah. other than that, Trevor Lawrence looked great. He had one of his best games of the season um, up until he got injured. He's the last up until he got injured in the game before against the Texans. This is his best stretch um, all season. Yeah. For sure. So tough to see him go out right at that point. Um, he was doing everything we needed him to do. Oh, yeah. And more. And uh, I'm pretty confident that we would have won that game uh, had Agreed. Trevor been in the game. You almost uh, won it without we him. We almost won it with C.J. Beathard, who C.J. Beathard, I alluded to earlier, C.J. Beathard did not play that bad. He honestly no. played fine. and. He's been with the Jags for a number of years now, and he's seen some action here and there, um, sparingly, but seen a little bit of action. And um, he's a competent. Backup. Speaking speaking to like life without Trevor until he comes back, um, we'll be fine. We'll be fine. We'll be a worse team, but can still yeah. win games on the defense. I uh, ETN will get more involved. There are a couple of games where. We I mean we mentioned the name Tim Boyle. There's a couple of teams where they put their backup in, and I'm like, okay, so they're they've given up on this game. They're 
they're acknowledging they're just not going to win this game. Right. And with C.J. Beathard, I don't feel that's the case. So, you know, we're about to play the Browns. They have a really good defense, which I think— Looked worse of late. Yeah, yeah, they're tired and injured and all that good stuff. But, well, we shall see. I don't have uh, super high high hopes for this offense um, this week or next week, really, um, against the Ravens. But— I uh, I think we're more than capable of beating the Browns, even with C.J. Beathard. Agreed. It's going to be an ugly... Well, I said that this past week. Yep. It's going to be an ugly game, most Probably. likely. Probably. Um, I will say, I just mentioned ETN. Uh-huh. He's had a couple of slow weeks, last couple of weeks. Yep. As Trevor has lit it up, they've, they've handed the keys to Trevor. Yep. It's going straight back to ETN. He is going to have a, a lot of usage next Probably. couple of weeks. Probably. Shout Probably. out Connor Calhoun. Mitchell Trubisky just ran for like 15 yards. God, he's so good. He's so good. Um, um, yeah, we'll see. We'll see because Etienne's probably going to be keyed, in, keyed, on, keyed in on from the Browns defense. Yeah, but he's 100% good. 100% of the game. So if we start working him outside, great. But if we're going to be running him up the middle, like our usual game plan is every first down, run Etienne up the middle of the, up the, middle of the line. That's yeah. probably not going to work. So you uh you know what the Jags really could use? What? A offensive weapon that they drafted in the third round who's played like four snaps in the last two games. I don't know who you're referring to. Um yeah, tough. Would be would be helpful for a backup quarterback especially, but helpful for the offensive well, in general. Okay, Tank Bigsby has tried his best to sabotage our entire he season. Has. So he should be benched. No, I agree. Dearness Johnson. I'm, oh, we'll see more of him. We'll see more um, of him. Yeah, but it's tough. We we drafted Brenton Strange in the second round. He's out with injury. And yeah, that's injury, he's been, though. He's been fairly good. He's been fine. And then Tank Bigsby um, just is not Basically a healthy scratch the yep. last couple weeks. Yeah. Tough. He's had a couple touches, but... He just he couldn't hold on to the ball. He couldn't catch the ball. He had we had multiple turnovers in the first couple of games that were entirely his fault. So maybe next season, buddy. <laughs> maybe next season. But um, if we win this game against the Browns, our defense looked a lot better, Agreed. and um, we're gonna have to be, get pretty creative with our offensive game plan, which would be a big step in the right direction for the Jaguars. <laughs> Because <laughs> you know, we're not, we have, we don't have a great uh, track record of being creative on offense. So I might just be an idiot, but uh, this Monday night was the first time that I realized that Zach Taylor and Press Taylor are brothers. No, I did not know that either, Mitch. All right, well, just for a pick. You know what? I'll say it again. I've said it. Plenty of times, but I'll say it again. I wish Connor were still here to hear this. Mitch Trubisky is just bad at football. Well, we've done this. How did he get drafted oh, second overall? P.I. They called it back. Jeez. Um, yeah, so I, I did not know that the Taylors were brothers. I should have. They look nearly identical. Right. Um, turns out one is a much better offensive play caller than the other, and that's why he's a head coach. And former, the other one's only an offensive coordinator. But former Texas A&M grad assistant, Zach Taylor. There you go. There you go. Um, yeah, Press Taylor, I'm not the biggest fan. Well, yeah. 
I think anyone who's listened to this podcast knows that. Uh, I wish Dougie P would take those reins. He's just back, biding his time. I don't He's know. He's biding man. his time. He's going to take over the reins going into the playoffs just to mess with people's head. Maybe. That'd be fun. Offense would be a lot cooler. Yeah. All right, tell me about this week. Uh, we've sort of hinted at it, playing the Browns. Yeah, we play the, we play the Browns. And Give me, like, three keys you're looking for. Pass rush has to be there again. The Browns have a better alignment than the Bengals, but it's really not that great. It's fine. Yeah, especially Jedrick Wills out. Yeah, it's um, it's fine. They've got some beatable guys. But sure. if our defense is going to bounce back, it starts on the defensive line. And yep. that's Josh Allen and Trayvon rushing the passer, but it's also our big boys in the middle actually standing up against the run. Jerome Ford is going to get heavy usage. He gets heavy usage every week. Oh, yeah. We should expect that. And if we win this game, Jerome Ford is probably going to have like 30 yards. Um, yeah. So that's one of the big things I'm looking forward to. We've CJ Beathard back there, all right? Yeah. Our offensive line has struggled. Yeah. At times. It's been fine at times. It's been helped out a whole lot by Trevor Lawrence being a magician back there of not getting sacked. Oh, yeah. So you know who's not Trevor Lawrence? C.J. Beathard. What? Okay. So this goes back to the trenches. Defensive line, offensive line. Got to play better if we're going to win this game. And then third, like I said, the biggest, the big thing, a big other thing on offense is some creativity. Mm-hmm. Travis Etienne's really good at football. Calvin Ridley is a really good football player. Yeah. Zay Jones, pretty good at football. Yeah. Evan Ingram. Like, we have good... Parker Washington. Parker Washington. Out. Oh, my God. What Had a game. Had a great game. What a game. We have a ton of ways to move the ball. Oh, yeah. And I think that sometimes we see these backups come in, and they make this, uh, the offense a lot simpler, and they make it a lot more one-dimensional. Right. If we do that, it's just not going to work. We have a yeah. whole week to get ready for this, and C.J. Beathard has been there and knows the offense, so I have faith. Yeah, for sure. It's not like you're bringing in a guy off the street to play. All I ask. Limited playbook. All I ask. I don't want, please don't run the ball straight up the middle every first down. Please. I got bad news. Please. You, just would you give me like one pass? One wide receiver screen. Um. You mentioned Evan Ingram. I think that he has a huge couple of games while C.J. Beathard's been in. Yeah. Because the whole reason that C.J. Beathard got drafted was because he was at Iowa with George Kittle. Yep. And made George Kittle who he is today and has loved tight ends his entire Absolutely. And, um, and Evan Ingram's pretty good, man. Evan Ingram, leading receiver on the Jaguars this season. Well, that's nuts. I did not know. Had his, had, only had his second touchdown last week, though, yeah. this season. No yeah. touchdowns. But he has been the leading receiver on the Jaguars. Um, so, pretty good at football. Shout out Giants. Yeah. yeah. Shout out Giants. Um, but, yeah, that's, that's really the biggest, the biggest things for this week. Um, I don't know. I'm pretty removed from it all to be to be quite frank. Yeah, I mean, you handle uh, sports emotions better than most, maybe everyone that I know. Um, so, the fact that you did not react 
too strongly to either of Christian Kirk or uh, Trevor getting injured is not that surprising. However, it is a big loss, man. It's a huge loss. Huge loss. All I'm trying to do is I'm trying to deal with life as it is, not as I want it to be. Okay. Talk to me about the Texans. Playing the Jets. Yup. First of all, JTS back. Uh, that was some just deep cut philosophy on no. the podcast. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. We'll do we'll, – uh, we're starting a new section. It's called Philosophy, philosophy Corner with Sam. Um, I'll just spew some nonsense every week. Plato just fully took over Sam McFadden's body <laughs> yeah. for a second next to Yeah. Um, let's see. Texans, Jets. I would love if we scored 20 points. That'd be sick. I think that that is a reasonable bar. Sure. Um, and if we score 20 points, I'm guaranteeing a win. Okay. Do I think we score 20 points? Probably not. I think it's probably more like 13. 13 to 6. Yeah. That's my prediction. I think that that was pretty much every... So I talked about this um, before we started the pod. The NFL publishes their picks for every game. Uh, there's like eight people that do picks. Yep. Uh, pretty much everyone on that list had a sub 24 point total so between cool. the two teams. So cool. Um, really old school. The, the only person who picked the Jets was Adam Rank, who I told Sam is the NFL's number one picker this year. He's yep. been phenomenal. He's been very accurate. And he picked the Jets to win 9-7. to seven. And um, that I would be a very unhappy boy <laughs> if, that was, if that was the final. That story. would be okay. Okay, removing yourself from the fact that it's the Texans, that would be pretty objectively funny if it was. Oh, nine, it would be hilarious if it were nine to seven. It would what a be gross, hilarious! What a gross game. Uh, I I have to. I'm rooting on the Texas downfall because course. I'm a Jags fan. Yeah. And it's getting really close, and it would it'd be a very funny game for me to watch. Yeah, if that were the case. Oh, I'd be miserable all day. <laughs> so I, Sam and I tend to watch football together. I think we have every Sunday so far. Just about, yeah. Um, I have a work brunch for the first hour of the 12 o'clock window. Yep. And when they scheduled it, I was like, fuck. <laughs> well, if it makes you feel any better, I might be late to watching football too because some of our friends are running a half marathon right. on Sunday. They morning, are, yeah. And I've been hoodwinked into being there for it. I might be there also because the the reason that I'm having this work brunch is that people are in town to run this. Oh, half. very nice. But should be over by noon. I would think so. Yeah. Unless our friends are just like really slow. It'd <laughs> 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 be embarrassing. That'd be so funny. <laughs> How fast did you run your half marathon? Six hours. Four hours. <laughs> did you walk it? Anyway. Um. Yeah. So. Texans playing the Jets. If it love. makes you feel, if you're an hour to watch, late to watch the game, if if it makes you feel better at all, it's probably going to be zero zero at that. Probably point. like three to three, maybe <laughs> three to two. <laughs> yeah, ooh, safeties. Yeah. I like that. I like that. We need more safeties in the league. A, a safety makes the magnitude or the probability of a scoregami like exponentially higher. higher yes um, and we love a score again we do. around here yeah connor calhoun watches football with us every week not even like a huge fan nope only cares about two things 
fantasy football and scoregamis. Yep. He uh, without fail he'll update us on scoregami on like almost every, every game. game. Every game. It's, it's awesome. That's why we um, keep him around. Yeah. More Texans thoughts. Playing Zach Wilson, we should be in his face. The Jets' offensive line is terrible. Yeah. We should be in his face. Honestly, expect two turnovers. Maybe that's downs. Maybe that's, you know, a safety. Um, sure. But we should be in his face every play. Uh, and, and like I was talking about earlier, this has been the best our defensive line has looked all year. They're very cohesive. Jonathan Grenard and Will Anderson rushing from opposite sides has been very scary. Yep. Um, would love to see Will continue to uh, continue to put on this Ascend. tear. Yeah. yeah. He is making a name, making making the uh, defensive rookie of the year race a little more interesting because for the first ten weeks it was locked in Jalen Carter. Yep. Um. I'd say it's a quite a race now. Yeah, I wouldn't. And, I wouldn't. Uh, head and shoulders, give it to Jalen Carter at this point. Yeah, them two and Devon Witherspoon. It's yeah, come Devon's down, been good. Come down to the last some good rookies, man. Really good rookies. Really good class. Mm. Mm. Um, we didn't talk about the Panthers at the start because we did last couple weeks, but uh, I. Heard someone talk about Bryce. No, I, I listened to a podcast. Pablo Torre has a new podcast called Pablo Torre Finds Out. It's phenomenal. Sure. I haven't recommended it to you. It's it's really good. Um, and he had the creator of the S2 on. Okay. Yeah. Um, to talk about its failure in this year's draft class. Bryce Young got a 98 on it. Yep. Um, CJ got an 18. Yep. This is out of 100. Yep, there, there's a lot of talk about it. Ton of talk. Pre-draft. Um, teams were teams took CJ Stroud off their board. Yep. Um, Texans did not. Some people have speculated maybe the Texans leaked some stuff. But they wanted Bryce Young, so I don't know. I, w- I think. I they think did. they wanted Bryce they Young. They did. That's been all but confirmed. Um, so talked a lot about why Bryce Young did well in this test and why he hasn't done well in the NFL. Yeah. That made me go watch some like Panthers highlights. Sure. He's been fine. Yeah, he's been fine. He's, he's made some really dumb mistakes. (laughs) He, he's literally been put in the worst position possible. He has been put in a awful position (laughs) and I really hope that they figure it out for him because he was so fun to watch at Alabama. He obviously has the drive. Like he 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 has the um, I forgot what it was. When his receivers are deemed open, sure, he has the highest completion percentage over expected. Cool, great. Like he is putting the ball where it needs to go. Uh, I think man. I told you this a couple weeks ago when we were talking about him. I consider this season for Bryce Young like I consider the urban season with Trevor. Yeah. I'm like, okay, this season just doesn't count. Like, it's, they, there's no, there's, hopefully he gets some growth, but like next year is really his rookie season because holy cow, they have done, they've made every wrong move. They, it, it 
It's incredible how much worse they've made this team from last year to this year. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And And shitty thing is, Trevor, y'all got the first pick again. Yeah. They don't have their first. This team was set back like three to five years. Yeah. Yeah. And unfortunately, yeah, that's the bad thing. Like Bryce Young, this season they've set him up for failure, but next season's not going to look a whole lot better. Yeah, and all their good players are free agents. Uh, Bryce or Brian Burns is a free agent, and, yep. and we've talked about this before. They've been offered multiple firsts for him and turned him down every time. He's gonna walk. Yep. Yeah, I don't, I don't see a light at the end of the tunnel for them, which sucks for Bryce. Sucks a lot. Um, but I, I did tell my friend at work, who's a Panthers fan, this: the last time that we said this about an NFL team. It was the Bill O'Brien Houston Texans. Yeah. Bill O'Brien set the Texans back three to five years, and it took five years. The whole of it, yeah, to get back. And we're back. And not saying that the Panthers well, are going to... That's assuming they find a, a quarterback at some point in there, which is not... Maybe Bryce is the quarterback, but... Um, if he has to go... Ah, dude, I'm, I'm worried because if he goes through five years of terrible... Yeah. Yeah. Part of the part of the what helped the Texans a bunch was that they got another quarterback in that was that is stellar now. Yes. Yeah. So if the Panthers, my problem is I don't think I don't see a path to where the Panthers are good with Bryce Young. Yeah. Before yeah. before he's off his rookie contract. Shit, man. Yeah. Tough. Mm-hmm. I am so glad I'm on the outside looking in this yeah. time because yep. it was. It was so hard. It's it's funny seeing all these people that are CJ Stroud fans and Texans fans who have not watched a minute of Texans football for the last several years. And I don't blame them. I don't blame them. Um, but for the the real fans that stuck it out, uh huh, it's pretty dang nice. It it's nice. Yeah. Um. I completely forgot about the team draft. We do need to update oh, that. We need to update that. Cause I'm kicking I have, your butt. I have no idea. What, I'm kicking your butt. I have no idea. I know for a fact I'm um, going to with you on that one. I did take the Texans. Yep. So that'll help. Yep. Hopefully win a playoff game. That'd be sweet. Um, Couldn't tell you a single team that I took. I don't even know if I have the Jaguars. You do. You do. Okay. Cool. Um... And then other stuff before we close. You want to talk about fantasy football at all? Sure. Been a couple weeks. Sure. Uh, bird team has fallen. Man, it was a good run. It was a good run. People thought. It was a great Everyone run. was thinking. Um, I Thanos snapped half our league. You did. Retired. Including him. me. It's going to be a small six-team league next year. Yeah. It's going to be pretty sick. Um, but just short. It all came in last last week. I needed a whole bunch of people, to, certain people, to lose, and me to win. I lost, and everyone who I needed to lose, they all won. So it's just over yeah, for me. Over. I am the lowest scoring team in the league again. And you're not the last place. No, team. I'm like seventh. Yeah. Um, which is great, and I'm only like nine points behind Josh. Yeah. Um, and, and my team's legitimately terrible. So. Yeah. Um, which sucks for the way our league is set up. Because first and second are decided yep. by record at the end of the season. And then the other four teams play in a consolation bracket. 
and play for our third pick. Right. And yes. Sam's team, it was looking hot for a couple weeks. It was, and it then was hot for Rolande a second. Stevenson got injured. Tank Dell got injured. Yeah. And I was already, you know, I was already running on fumes of Jared Goff. Hey. Jaden, I was, I was running on the backs of a bunch of rookie receivers, which is, it, it was working. It was working. Um, um, and, and man, were the highs high. So, yeah, you're, but, uh, you're not going to end up with a great pick, but uh, just, fun season. Just so as Icarus it. flew too close to the sun, bird team, <laughs> the wax and bird team's feathers fell away, and I've plummeted down into the depths of the ocean. Fun season, though. But I took down some teams with me, so. Yeah, I, uh, so I was one of the teams that Sam beat, yep. and he told everyone that if they beat, if he beat us, we had we were retired from yes, the league. Because my team was so bad. So I uh changed my team name. It was originally Stroud Boys in or, in honor of our boy CJ Stroud. Uh changed it to Stroud Boys Dash Retired. Yep. Playing Sam Tamplin this week. His team is also really bad. Yep. I told him that if he beat me, I would change my name to Stroud Boys Retired and Stomped. Because his team <laughs> yes. name is Waffle Stomp. Good. Um so yeah. Caleb is locked in for last place. He is. When he texted me that a couple weeks ago, he texted me, I'm just preparing myself to do one of these challenges. I was like, oh, dude, make some trades. You'll be fine. And holy shit, his team has let him down. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I tried to trade him at the deadline. We got this close. Tough. Sorry about it. Tough. Uh, We have... I believe four teams locked into the playoffs. Uh, the last three seeds. Tamplin could make a run. If Tamplin wins and scores some points, he yep. could make a run. Um, but it's it's four teams for three spots. It's me, Jackson, Tamplin, and Alec. Yep. Um, and so it, it, this week is... Pretty big week for fantasy. Doesn't really matter. Viewership's going to be way higher in the consolation bracket, uh-huh. specifically for Brew Team. So yeah, sure. You guys um, are like the NBA. We're like the NFL. Okay. Mm-hmm. I thought you were going to say we're like the NBA playoffs. You're like the in-season tournament, which has been fun. Yes, super fun. Actually, biggest th- news on the fantasy front is in our dynasty league. Uh huh. The biggest race of the year has been me and Connor. For the second pick. Because McGillan's getting the first yes. one, and I have his pick, and that's great. Thank you, Chris Gadamon. But me and Kump have been... I've been... It's been the... I won a bunch of games early, and I've been trying to get down to the second pick. And I finally did it, because Connor won on Monday night off of a historic, uh, heroic Jamar Chase game. Oh, yeah. Won the game and put him ahead of me, and now and he beat you, right? No, 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 he he beat someone else, but it I was only one game ahead of him, and I and he has way more points scored. So now I hold the top two picks and top two picks in our dynasty league, which was your goal this whole year, and I've done it as long as I don't win this week somehow, which I'm currently projected to. So What's let's go, Connor? let's go, come. What's Connor projected to to lose by thirty? Well, there you go. Yeah. Oh. This is good. I need to... Someone needs to message this guy and tell him to put in two players. He's got two players on five. Yeah, you can do that. Um, 
Anyway, so that's the biggest thing going on right now. Yeah. Let's go dad kissers on the mouth. Uh, I am less confident in my dynasty team than I was to start the year. There. I made some big trades for Saquon Barkley and Austin Eckler, and those have not <laughs> not really panned out. out super well. Uh, luckily, I did also make some trades to recoup some draft assets, so I'll be all, I'll be okay. I've got a lot of young guys that I'm excited about, but um, I thought that I was almost guaranteed a championship this year, and that yeah. is not the case. No. No. But I'm in the playoffs in both that league and hopefully the league. That's not a guarantee yet, but should be um, all but locked up. Being back in the playoffs is fun because I was not in uh, both leagues last year. So um, This is the first time that I've been out of the playoffs in both. And been happy about it. Yeah. Because Bird Team, like, it would have been great if I could have made the playoffs. That would yeah. Been, I, at, when I drafted that team, I told you I'm making the playoffs. And you it's did. been the greatest thing in the world. You did. That was close. You closer were Closer than I ever thought I would get. But I'm, that was a pipe, pipe dream. So I'm not oh that yeah. broken up about it. You're, uh, you're this year's me from last year. I had the lowest points scored in the league. And yet... Uh, was pretty close to making the playoffs, and then I didn't, and it was like, ah, all right, whatever. Right. Right. All right. I think that'll do it. Good pod. Big 6-0. 6-0. Big 6-0. Yeah. We'll, we'll see y'all at the next 60. How many years do we need to be up for to get our Roth IRA money back? 65. 65, right? Yeah. Five more episodes, and we can take that money out. Go get ourselves a nice haircut or something. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, thank you to Mitchell Trubisky, the goat. Oh, my goodness. I love him. Uh, let's see. Oh, completed a pass as I said it. Boom. He's elite. Thank you to Joe Flacco for what he's about to do to the Jaguars on Sunday. Yep. Thank you to C.J. Beathard for what he's about to do to Oscar's hopes of getting first in the AFC South. Yeah. Yep. In all uh, seriousness, thank you uh, to the football gods for Trevor's injury not being that serious. Seriously, yeah. It's big news. Um, and thanks to Josh Allen and Will Anderson, who are two of the best head rushers in the league. Yeah. And as always, I'll close this out by saying thanks to Sam for being a great co-host. Thank you, Oscar. And thanks to our listeners for coming in and hating yourselves with us. We will see you next week.